What's up, y'all? What's up? Penn State Radio, we are here. It's like, no, we're going to talk about a lot of Penn State, but it's so much stuff that went on. I have to, we're going in today. We're going in, and Penn State fans, you're going to like this going in because I'm talking a lot about Penn State. Let's get right to it. First off, Gerard, Jared Harrison Hunt. Been a lot for a long time for Penn State. Now, it's looking like Miami, man. I've talked to two sources. One source is like, you know, you know, one source is, a, I wanted to confirm my sources. So I go to certain people that's like, yo. You know what I mean? So, um, and you know, one one person don't really know too much. Tomorrow he, he decides. Then I call one person real close to him. Of course, I'm not going to let y'all know these sources, man. Ah, I can't. Confidential. Confidential. <laughs> But um, yeah, man. Um, to be utterly honest, I Miami's. Uh, I still give a uh, Penn State twenty, but now it's going now at this time. Just talking to more sources, I'm giving them ten percent. I think it's almost a lot. So you know, um, Miami scratched the surface with them. The guy across the Christ the King worked real hard. There it is. Now another thing, what that does though. Penn State should be like, oh, but really, Jacquez Soros is coming, man. That's my lock now. And then so is Joseph Darkwood. So those are two guys you can get. Now, the TJ Jones situation, I'm more on a 70%, and I'm at 60% with Lawrence Cager. You look at um, them losing out on David Bell, who they still were going after when John Dunmore was um, committed. And he went to Purdue. And I kind of knew it because I did an interview with him for my, uh, if y'all don't know, I'm Lita Johnson. Lita Johnson Daily on Facebook. Like my page. I'm, st- I'm going to start doing a lot more interviews there. People love to, uh, you know, I do a lot of exclusives. Basketball, football. And um, I'm going to start doing a lot more there. Just been doing a lot for other sites. And just, you know, just, I've just been real blessed to have opportunities. Now, we're going to go and we're going to flip the fact. T.J. Jones is a guy who I think could be on his way. We're going to see what happens. Miami is still around. And uh, Cager, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's not the only wide receiver out there. But, I mean, a guy out there that, you know, I mean, come on. Cager has a lot of people after him right now. Look at Lawrence Cager and, and what he brings to the table. Like I said, 6'5". And if you get a senior, a guy that has already put in the work, already put the work in. So, should be happy about a guy like that, 6'5", 200 at that. I mean, this guy can definitely ball out, and you're going to see a lot of things with him in Penn State, a 6'4 quarterback. If, if, he, if he commit a 6'4 quarterback with 6'5 receivers, always good. Justin Shorter, 6'4", 6'5". You know, so he can learn from a guy that's been there for a minute, so it's all going to be pretty good. Uh, Lawrence Cager, if people don't know who he is, before all this, Lawrence Cager was a three-star. Um, he was rated number seven in Merlin. He was rated 45, the 45th receiver, 346 in the nation for the class of 2015. You get a guy like that with that size, so important, so important to get a guy like that, that type of size. And then you go to T.J. Jones. He's another guy that can get out there and catch the ball. Gerard Parker's going to have a lot to work with. 
I think this team was surprised because you can't look in the playbook for Penn State because they're going to ask – if they get Cajun, that's like, okay, how do we plan for a guy? I think he's the number one target out the gate because of his him being a senior. He would have to lose that job to somebody during the season. I think he's, he's experienced already puts him in the number one category right next to uh, Shorter and Dotson and K.J. Ham. Those are the next guys. Um, Dewan Jones, no, he's going to Ohio State, y'all. Doug Nestor, I say Ohio State. Um, a lot of guys. Nick Cross is Penn State. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to call him a lot, but um, we'll see. I think Penn State just really, really makes a heck of a come up. I just think, I mean, wow. I mean, he's got to look at what they're doing right now in football with recruiting. Joseph Darkwood is a guy you have to look out for. Yeah, Joseph Darkwood is a guy you have to definitely look out for. Um, he's just one of those guys who can play now. Brett Seaver, if they get – you know what? I'm 50-50 on him now. I mean, I used to say, you know, I'm 50-50 with Brett because Brett is different right now. If you get Cajun and TJ Jones, now I'm kind of feeling like – can Brett, do they still want Brett? He's in Florida. You know, here go Cider again, making them Florida rips. I mean, he's really, he's a, I mean, he's better than we thought. Seriously. It's, I mean, he's really better than we thought. Um, You have a couple of guys who, you know, um, let's just see if Penn State goes for him. It's interesting because DeWine Jones was brought in for um, a visit. Wisdom Asaboro is a guy from Matthews, North Carolina, covered in Day High School. He's a defensive tackle. Do, does Penn State want another one? We'll see what happens. Um, if TJ Jones commits and they get Cajun, I don't see Demarion Houston getting no, you know, no smoke. But if they get both of them, if they don't get one of them, I see them going after Demarion Houston. That's one guy I can see them going after. Mark Anthony Richards. Ah, listen, man. I'm off of him. I'm more 40% Penn State. I think they still got a good chance, but Miami looks big right now. Okay. Now, let me zip off a little minute, man. And let's talk about um the Super Bowl. I want to be real clear about it. More clear than anything. The Super Bowl was is a flaw to me. It's just how I feel. I don't expect nobody else to feel like that because of the call. Everybody talking about the face mask call. The face mask call wasn't controversial. Y'all brought that up after this call was brought up. So that's that's the first thing. Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Smith calling these boys out on that. Don't talk about a face mask call when that wasn't the controversial call. Don't say it's a shame that wasn't a controversial call because that just wasn't the call, period. And then what you're doing really is emphasizing how bad officials are in the NFL. It's the worst officials in sports. And they've gotten worse through a three-year span. The year before they was bad. The year before that. And then you remember, I mean, listen, you remember when the guys was on strike? I mean, they had the worst officials in there. These guys ain't doing no better. That was a clear 
that every in the nosebleed seats, you can see this guy come through and clearly pass interference. In a helmet to helmet. Both of them. He tackled the guy before the ball even had a chance to even get to his body. Period. So it's a pass interference. Then we got helmet to helmet. Then he gets a fine. The guy from the the thing that's crazy, everybody said it was wrong. Y'all should pause the Super Bowl. Pause the Super Bowl and play it over again. I mean, not the Super Bowl. Play the Saints-Rams over again. You got the power. There's no reason you can't do that. You owe them. Got every. I've never seen a call more 100% that everybody knew was a blown call. And for Stephen A. to say, it's Sean Payton. His team got screwed. What, who are you to tell a person how they going to go off on somebody? How, how, what they should say? How they should shut up? Because of Bounty? Well, let's not talk about Gates. Don't talk about no Gates. Can't talk about that. You just put, now you put New England on the spot. See how that is? Do the right thing, nothing goes down. Max Kellerman, oh, the face mask call, coulda, coulda, like, ain't no likely or coulda. This was outright in your face. You don't even have to slow it down. You know how you got to slow play down, see it from different angles? No matter what angle you put that from, you can put that from, you can put that angle, you can be all at the goalpost and watch that and knew that was a pass interference call. The only thing you ain't going to be able to call outright is the helmet to helmet. That's a pass interference. And, and, and to me, that was just totally, totally ignorant to not call that. And it was stupid of the NFL to find a man that didn't get the call in the field. Your ref didn't get the call in the field. Why you find them now? That's crazy. That's like, that's crazy. That's like a person going to court. He murdered somebody. Right? He murdered somebody. He got acquitted. Then you come back and say, we're going to arrest you and put you in jail for life. Ain't that called double jeopardy? You can't do that. You can't come back and find somebody for something he didn't get called for. The trial was right there. The judge is right there. The refs were right there. They didn't call it. What are you doing calling it? It's crazy, man. All right. Um, the Anthony Davis stuff is still crazy. Um, Villanova, they coming through, swiping. Jacob Busick, um, Defensive end, monster, uh, talented guy, talented guy. He's going to add depth and power and um, a lot of talent to that staff. You got to see all of them get to be in there and be dogs. But, um, yeah, that, Jake, Jacob Music and um, Jaron Hyatt, we, we already know about that. Uh, Jacob Music committed, and it makes it big for them. But, anyway, back to um, Penn State and what do I feel is um big and, and 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 Penn State is just that team right now. They're looking for a lot of different, you know, they're trying to get some guys in. And they're almost done. They're almost wrapped up. Uh 76 is play the Warriors tonight. It's gonna be big. 36 and 14, 33, 18, Sixers, 36 and 14 Warriors. I think the Sixers take them. I know. The Sixers are underrated. They're just not. The chemistry is getting better and better. Even with their bench that they got. Need a couple of more shooters. We'll see what happens. But um, going to look good. But um, the Eagles, I heard, I don't know if I heard Chad Ochocinco say the Eagles didn't have no talent, no athletes. I guess Alshon Jeffrey and, and, and um, Nick Foles. Jay Ajayi and Blunt, these guys are playmakers, athletes. They're, they're not, not, come on, man. 
Come on, man. Come on. The hate is real. The Eagles are that team in the league you got to beat to establish yourself, period. And next year, they're coming back with Avengers, man. I mean, just watch out for a good 7-0 run. Eagles coming in. I don't care who they – listen, 7-0 run. Carson Wentz and they made – Alshon Jeffrey, them guys is ready to eat people up. All right? Now, Penn State, you know, talk about what's going on and who is that team. Uh, Penn State has a lot of people positioned to be big time. Um, playing just, Justin Fields, man. I want to talk about that for a minute because I just feel like that is the biggest thing. That's so messed up, man. <laughs> they got to face this guy. He is a talented, talented, talented quarterback. And I was, you know, glad he was, if he didn't commit, he went somewhere else. Now he's in, like, that's just kind of crazy. Justin Fields going to Ohio State. I mean, he's going to be dynamic. He's going to be a problem. Tommy Stevens, though, is still a problem. Everybody talking all this five-star. Tommy Stevens really was over underrated. He should have been like more of a mid-four-star. Like, you know what I mean? You know, to get a rating, just give him a 94. This dude can do it all. He's it's, That's going to be a good battle. Not like they're going to dominate us, but he's going to be such a problem. I just hate to face him. Um, Get more into the great, great 2020 class, which is what I'm sinking into right now. Sinking real hard into the 2020 class. Just trying to see where's the value and and who's close enough. Okay. Um you look at certain guys like uh, Mikhail Sherman and Khalil Mullins, like they're gonna be playmakers. They're gonna be playmakers. Antoine Sampa is yes, I think he's been listen, he's Penn State. No, stop, y'all. Everybody talking about Clemson 100%. I'm 70-30 with Antoine Sandpaul. Let me tell you something right now. I'm just going to tell you something. I know Clemson is this and that. You talk about, you know, I'm, I am I, I didn't know at all that Sandpaul was even. I knew he liked Penn State, but I didn't know what was going on. It's a little different now. It's a little different now. It's only one decision on Sampai. Nobody's really even went into his recruitment. And, and Steve Wilfong, who was a director of football recruiting for 247, on November the 3rd, said that Clemson, you know what month it is, right? And it's been so much traction. And, and the people around Sampai already know how he feel about Penn State. And I'm going off my people. I'm just telling you the people that look at um, the people that look at 247's crystal ball, you have to do your homework. A little bit into that. Will Fong is the type of guy. He's out there. He's in there. So he gets to get the goods. You know, he's calling people. He's calling schools. And he gets the he gets the lowdown, lowdown. I got to go a little bit harder. I, it takes me hard. See, Will Fong probably got that one number. Here we go. Who's where's he going? All right. If, if Will Fong gets something wrong, it's probably because he got it. He didn't get it in time. People change. Because recruits change all the time. And then, you know, you'll get a call and you'll get this one. You'll get two sides telling you, hey, so you're going to just go with your guests. You get two sides both telling you we're strong. But he has most of the calls. He, he's supposed to. Like Will Fong being 94% on his accuracy rating, 33 out of 35, it's not saying nothing. He should, he should know everything. He should know just about everything. So that's what you're supposed to be. 
you know, 94 is what he's supposed to be. Everybody else, you know, us, we we got to make a little bit more effort. So when I put some predictions down, I mean, I'm, I really worked hard to see something, but then something changed, you know, or I believe something just by, you know, it's like, let's go back to Tyreek Smith. No doubt he loved, people said, Penn, people was Penn State, Penn State. The people I talked to, some people said uh, Ohio State. And I'm looking at both, and they was both equal. Both sides was saying the same things. You know what I mean? I didn't, what I was supposed to get was the extra, that, that yes, that one, but no, nah, man. <laughs> Both sides was talking strong, so I went with Penn State. So, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Antoine Sampaul is a 70% Penn State guy, and, and, and watch out in the Khalil Mullins. If they can get Sampaul, Khalil Mullins, and Sherman, which I don't think they'll get all three, or will they? Let's just see what happens. If you don't know who Antoine Sampaul is, he is the number two middle linebacker in the, in the nation. 21 overall, first-rated prospect in Virginia. Um, Penn State trying to go into the 2020 class is going to be big. I'm real anxious to see how that turns out. Penn State has a lot of... Um, Good players, good players coming to them in 2020. But the those right now, the guys I really want to talk about, um, if I want to say some locks, I've told you, Aaron Parks, Jaden Dodden. I wouldn't say Jordan Morant yet is a, uh, is, is a lock. I say he's at 80%. I mean, schools are still on him. We'll, we'll see what happens and. Don't know who's going to commit. Wish I had that type of <laughs> guessing ability. All right. Now, listen, the big thing happening more than ever is um, Penn State. If we want to talk about some things, let's just talk about what this 2020 class can bring along with the 2019 class. Now, if we get if they get Brian Bressey and they get Julian Fleming, which I'm saying a locks. Well, Brian Bressey, 70%. Um, I might even go, I might say 75, man. I just feel like he's Penn State. But so he's the number one guy. It's gonna be guys after him. You can't give that a clear cut. Alabama saying something, Ohio State saying something, of course, but who like it's Penn State? You could Bressey next to all those wild dogs, man. Seriously, those wild dogs, it's crazy. All right, so when we come back real quick, man, we're going to wrap it up. And I'm going to finish with uh, a couple of great, great things that uh, about this football team. We're back on uh, Penn State Radio Peace. Penn State Radio Foul Leader. Stay with your boy, man. Right now, I don't want to take no time to write this down. I'm gonna tell you how I feel right now. Hey, tomorrow may never come for you or me. 
life is not a promise. Tomorrow may never show up. For you and me, this life is not a promise. I ain't no perfect man, I'm trying to do the best that I can with what it is I have. Back, we back. Just want to take a quick break, real quick, and we're gonna break down some things to end for the 2019 play because that's where we at until this end. Now, expect T.J. Jones, expect Lawrence Cage, expect Jacquez Searle. Don't expect Doug Nestor. Don't expect Jared Harrison Hunt. Expect Joseph Darkwood. And there's, um, who knows, with, <laughs> to be real, man, who knows where they're going to come up and make another offer at. Penn State's always dipping and diving, trying to make things happen. So who knows who they expect to go after? Um, Jonathan Allen, no, he's not. He's all he's all Ohio State. Um, Penn State has a defensive line that's a little ignorant. I, I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute, man. I mean, Shackatoni and and, 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 and your Termatos Gross is going to be on the end, and just imagine what they're going to do. Windsor is a great; he's really gotten better and better as a pass rusher. And that other spot, man, I think you know most of it might be too hard to bring down, but Fred Hans is a beast. He's a beast. And you got so much time with PJ, you can give him snaps. So Fred could end up being that starter. Then you're looking at Antonio Shelton, who could be the starter because Hanson and Mustafa are there. They're not going nowhere. So Shelton could end up being the starter with his experience and with the team. He could end up being that guy that starts. Jason Owe, I mean, goodness gracious, to just be saying his name among all the players in the depth. Is huge. And then you still look at Daniel Joseph. He's proved it. He's proved he can rush the passes. So he's another weapon in there. All these guys are like hungry. Nick Tarbenton is a, it's a beast type of player. Like if they give him some snaps, he's going to be a good uh, run stopper. That's what I like about the most. He still can rush the pass and sack people. But, you know, that line of scrimmage and running, you're not going to be able to run against them. And you're going to be real. It's going to be real hell for quarterbacks. So, you know, I just want to say, at the utmost, that Penn State um, is, is just looking crazy right now. Jason, I mean, Shane Simmons, everybody forget about Shane Simmons. He's going to terrorize people. When you forget about him, he's going to slip by people because you put him in off the rotation and it wears offensive lines down and they got a lot of hungry people. Hakeem Beeman is going to be good to see him and Judge Culpepper get inside. Damian Barber, my guy, that guy, let me tell you something. People better watch out for him. Among Fred Hansen, anybody. He gets in practice and he's healthy. He's ready to get down. Ellison Jordan, he's healthy. He's going to contribute. They have a good stable of people in the defensive line. Adisa Isaacs comes and he comes in camp, revs up the competition. I just feel it's like, wow, it's just something that that defensive line has is special. Super, super, super special. I, and in my opinion, Penn State is ready. Penn State is ready. At the defense line, just coming in, Bryce Harper, 
He's going to meet with the Padres. Um, I'm not scared. I'm not really. Um, I mean, he need he need to meet with him if they want to try to get him. Hey, go meet with him. But he's coming to Philly. It's nothing. I don't want to hear all that, man. Bryce Harper is going to is, uh, rolling with the Padres, but just to go see him. He went to go see the White Sox. It really does nothing but just check on things. I, I, I'm out, y'all. I just wanted to give y'all something real quick, Penn State fans. Quick, quick. Go in real quick. Um, I want to be able to. You know, I got a lot of things to get going today, man. I got so much. Um, I got the interview out there. C.J. Walker, NBA draft from five-star corner. This kid is ready. He's ready to be a star. He will be. reminds me of Tracy McGrady. He's like a clone of Tracy McGrady with a more hops. So he's out there. Um, look at my prospect predictions on NFLDraftRoom.com. You know, I'm giving it all, man. I'm giving it my all. So until next time, y'all, I'll see y'all. Follow the leader. Go around. I just feel-